Back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, sponsored by Acres. They are the premier, Midwest premier, John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. Talking about equipment, very appropriate for our next guest, longtime assistant AD equipment operations uh, director for Husker football, Jay Terry, joins us on the program. Thanks for giving us some time. I know this, it, some people may say, well, this is a downtime of the year. It's not. You guys are busy pretty much all year round. What, give me what's going on right now in the month of June. Right now for the football staff, everybody in football is busy. Uh, camps on the weekends, official visitors on the weekends, and then our players during the week. So uh, everybody in football, equipment, training, strength, everybody's here seven days a week right now. You, so, don't, you don't work by yourself. No. Nope. Tell, tell me about your staff. So we got uh, Brian Harrod and Kyle Kotras that help with uh, football. They also cover other sports, so yeah. they're not just solely football. I have about 15 student managers during the year. This summer I have about six of them here working, and they've been putting on the grind also uh, as student workers here getting through the summer. It's, uh, we're working hard right now. So when, when campers come, and we had the last Friday Night Lights camp this past week, can you give them equipment? Do you give them stuff to wear for the camp part and they give it back? How does that work? So the only camp that we wear equipment anymore right now is our O-line, D-line, pipeline camp. And Which there was this kids past weekend too, This weekend. And uh, we had about 25 kids rent. Uh, you know, we ran out a helmet and shoulder pad and just make sure we get it back and all that for compliance reasons. But most everybody brings their own equipment. Boy, it was really hot yes. this past weekend. Um, and you guys probably also monitor that a little bit too not that you because the trainers are out there and they do some of that but you guys probably have to keep an eye on these kids yeah you you got to be a little nervous with some of them because coming in the high school some of them might not have been doing all the stuff they need to but i think everything went well uh when i was out there watching uh didn't have any kids really go down so uh we also been using the indoor the hawks and the air conditioning right. so i mean you know we had team camp the weekend before we had three teams here and they got to use the indoor and the air conditioning the whole time when this heat wave started. And then there's no other team camp you can go to where you're practicing in the air conditioning and getting to be on our field. I did see some pictures on that on social media. That's a nice benefit to have here. Um, we're off to your right. You can see the steel beams going up for the new the Go Big project that's going to be open in about a year. How much is that going to change your world? Uh, I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, we've grown out of our room that we're in now. Uh, when we moved in, what, 12, 13 years ago, it was like moving into a palace <laughs> at that time, and it still is very nice. But with the amount of players, the amount of Adidas product that we get, our room is just overflowing. Um, the room over here at the new building is going to be football only, so we can move just all our football stuff, and we'll hopefully convert our room that we're currently in to use for our other sports because we have those all together in our room now. So that'll just give everybody more room uh, to work and things like that. And I think the new room's going to be about three times the size of what we have. It's just I'm, we're excited. We're already I, thinking about how the move's going to go and when we can get in there. So I bet, yeah, I bet you are. So when Adidas brings in new gear for the year, it all comes through you first, and then gets funneled maybe to the Hendricks or over to the the ball ball uh, sports we have it delivered two spots it's either here at the stadium or over to the devaney center to our equipment staff pat norris and aaron smith over there uh so like today we got a notification from uh our mail uh director that we got 45 boxes this morning <laughs> and 
that's how it kind of comes in 45 at a time and it but it also might be some softball baseball uh, bowling rifle football cheer other staff departments that we also outfit so we get it in inventory it and then get it to the appropriate areas you you at one time worked with men's basketball weren't yep, you that's where i started in 1997 april danny and knee coach knee it was awesome <laughs> uh worked with coach knee coach collier uh but i have some of those guys that i remember those teams you know tron lou cookie belcher larry florence andy markowski you go on down the line there's yeah. some big time players that uh we had good times i was also when we uh, i think it was 97 or 98 when we went to the ncaa tournament up in boise idaho arkansas Arkansas, uh, but the, the thing about that whole stretch was we got snowed in down at the Big 12 or Big, Big 12 tournament at the time in Kansas City. So we played down really? there, got snowed in, couldn't drive home till I don't know, Saturday or whatever it was. We watched the selection show there. We drove home. I stayed at the Devaney Center, did laundry, and we left like the next day to go to Boise. So we were on the road for almost a week. 10-day stretch and it was just quite the experience a lot more travel with that sport than football yeah right yep I mean multiple trips yep where football's five sometimes yep. six trips a year but a lot less gear true uh, <laughs> so but yeah those basketball days were some good memories much tighter Nick group yep too with that thing yep Jay Terry's with us he's the assistant athletic director and equipment operations for football let's talk travel for football it's Usually when the Huskers play a road game, the big semis backed up to the stadium and you guys fill it to the brim and off it goes and then you unpack it wherever we are. Yep. How, when do you start packing that for a road game? Is it on a Monday? Is it on a Tuesday? Kind of take me through a normal road week. So normal, uh, Monty Selden, the Selden Trucking, drives for us. Uh, they're great supporters of us and uh, the things they do for us and it's awesome. Uh, he'll bring the truck down here on Sunday, trailer down here on Sunday morning. Say if we have a home game, Sunday morning he'll drive it down here at 8 a.m. and drop it outside gate 11 for us. And actually on the Sunday after a game, that's when our process starts for the next week. It's the same thing. So on Sundays we'll come in here and get things wrapped up from the game. But uh, from a previous road game, Brian, a lot of times, my assistant, he goes through the trunks and re-supplies them, you know, gloves that we use, t-shirts, this and that. So come that Sunday morning, we're ready to start putting stuff on the truck ready to go. So things that are, we're able to get on the truck, we get it on there. We have a checklist. We use a lot of checklists of what's on there. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, we're putting different trunks because uh, we travel. We're different than some teams. Teams are about 50-50. Some teams use player bags where every player gets a bag and you put their helmet and shoulder pads, cleats, this in it. And the other 50% of teams use trunks and we have ours all identified by guys' laundry lockers. So in uh, every laundry locker, uh, just trying to think of somebody off the top of my head, Ty Robinson's laundry locker 99. So we have these cubbies in all these different truck trunks. We have a helmet trunk that all the guys' helmets go in. So Ty's is in number 99. His cleats are in the number 99 slot. We make all their clothes, their jersey and pants is in a number 99 slot. And so those are all loaded on the truck. And uh, then when we get there, we're able to put it out. But we just do that through the week. Uh, 
Wednesday's our last day of usually wearing shoulder pads, so we let those dry Wednesday night. Thursday morning before practice, we'll get here early, collect the guys who need uh, their shoulder pads to go on the trip, get them loaded before we go out for our Thursday practice. And then on Thursday afternoon, usually around noonish time, they're able to get on the road, uh, which is a lot better than what it used to be now that we practice in the morning. A lot of times before, they weren't leaving until 6, 7, 8 o'clock at night and having to make these drives. Yeah. So they were showing up 6, 7 in the morning at some places on Friday morning and then having to set up. Now they're able to leave at a decent hour, get there. And then uh, my assistant, Brian Herod, usually travels early on Thursday and gets to the site and usually send a couple managers with him. And then Friday mornings, they go over to the visiting site locker room and start setting everything up, and they get it all done on Friday. And in the Big Ten, our travel's a lot further. Yes. The, we, we're driving a lot, yeah. lot further than we did in the old Big 12. Kind yeah. Of. So that's, I mean, uh, I think don't we go out Rutgers this we year? Do. Friday uh, night game. Friday night game. So on a regular Saturday game for a Rutgers trip, the truck would leave on Wednesday. So we may have to have the truck leave on Tuesday. So there might be some things that we need to fly. Just, to, you know, our shoulder pads we're going to have to fly, which we normally don't. But we can't miss our shoulder pads for two days of practice. Yeah. Who makes a call on, on what uniform combinations to wear? Is it ultimately the head coach that makes oh, that call? Oh, the head coach, uh, athletic director. Yeah. So uh, I think the way things are going to go now, with the way uh, Trev Alberts wants it, we're going to have a home road and an alternate each year. That'll be it. And that'll be Sim it. Simplifies it a little bit. As equipment manager, <laughs> yes, we like it that way. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so I'm sure uh, the announcement will be coming soon sometime of what the alternate will be for this upcoming year. We've had questions about that. Good. Uh, okay, so it's, always, it's always that time of year yeah. for the sports shows of uh, <laughs> what's the alternate going to be? Yeah. When's, the, when's the announcement coming out? Yeah. Well, we love Selden Trucking, but they can't truck to Dublin. Uh, yep. This is a little different animal that you're going to be tackling for the first game of this year. Have you, have you been there? Have you been over to the site? I've actually been over twice. Uh, first time was before COVID, and we got home right before it started. And then obviously the delay, and we went to, it was probably six, seven weeks ago, a group of us went over, me and my assistant, uh, Brian, uh, chief of staff, Andrew Sims, nutritionist, uh, there was a couple other people. It was a quick turnaround. We left the stadium here in a car, go up to Omaha at 9 in the morning on a Tuesday, and did our whole trip, and we were back here by 5 o'clock on Friday night. Oh, my goodness. So uh, that Tuesday, we flew up there to Dublin, got there at 5 a.m. their time, took us to the hotel. They told us we had a couple hours to sleep. Uh, 8 o'clock, we were on a bus, went to the Viva Stadium where the game's going to be played. Did a walk around there of checking the locker rooms, checking the practice fields. Uh, it's a very nice setup. I mean, it is state of the art. They play World Cup rugby. Uh, that's their Irish national Irish soccer team stadium. It is, it'll be a great venue for when the people get there to see it. That, that is great. Soccer teams aren't as big as football teams. Are the no. locker rooms going to be a challenge for you? Uh, kind of. The main locker room, I think, had 28 lockers. We're going to suit up 74 guys. But they have this little warm-up room in the back. It's uh, about the size of your studio here. So we'll be able to set that up as a locker, okay. makeshift locker room, set chairs up, and, we, you know, say equipment staffs, so we just got to make do with what we got, and we'll, we'll make it work. 
but the nice thing is that's going to be our practice locker room, game day locker room. So we'll be able just to move in once all week and Use stay the there. So. Is, the, is all the gear going to fly with the team, or will you send it in advance? How are you going to pull that off? As of right now, everything's flying with us. Okay. Uh, so Aer Lingus, sponsor of the game, uh, we'll fly with them. They gave us the parameters of what we have. We get 20,000 pounds of equipment to take. That doesn't include all our luggage. That's just equipment. So they had sent me a manifest sheet that I sent that out to the training department, uh, video, uh, Husker Vision, us. And we have to put on there what every item that we're taking to put under the plane. How much it weighs. How much it weighs, the size of the trunk. And then they have what they call skids that will build these pallets, these skids for things. And that skid is uh, 63 inches tall, 96 inches wide, and 123 inches deep. Okay. So everything has to fit. If you're so skid number one, all that stuff has to fit on that, on skid, that skid in that dimensions. And if it goes out on skid one, it has to come back on skid one. So we've broken things up into what we need for the hotel, what we need for practice, what we need for what we call halftime of a game, items that we can pack up and get out of the stadium at halftime, because normally a regular road game, we're loading the semi at halftime of a game. And then I have a skid we're calling post-game, things that have to wait till after the game. Because what we're wanting to do is once we get there and when it's time to return, on Friday uh, before the game, the things we don't need at the hotel, I want to get those skids rebuilt, get out to the airport so that we can come home. Because otherwise, if we're having to build all these skids after the game at the airport, we'll be there a long time. Right. So we're trying to condense it down, uh, get as much stuff out to the airport before the game even happens or the day of the game so they can have that. Because um, this also isn't just a normal charter for us players, staff, everybody on the trip, we're still flying into the airport and having to go through customs in Dublin just like every other passenger is. After the game, we're going to the airport having to go through customs just like every passenger does. So it's not like we would for a bowl game where we might collect all the luggage from them early and get it outloaded on the that. plane. We can't do that. Wow. What an undertaking. I mean, the, I can't imagine the play. Was there any kind of a playbook to follow? Where, where, I know some NFL teams go play in London. Have you been able to, in Notre Dame, I think maybe it's even played in this stadium before. Have you been able to so on anybody? Yeah, we've actually contacted. We talked to the Jaguars. They're the experts for going over to London, we've been told. They do go a lot. And actually yeah. one of our former uh, student managers, Colin Peterson, is an assistant full-time equipment manager there now. So we got a hold of him, and he let us know, and his uh, boss, got on the phone and gave us all sorts of tips and tricks. Uh, we also talked, you know, Notre Dame's been over there, Navy's been over there, we have some connections with those staffs and they sent us some of their manifests that they used just to give us a kind of a blueprint, blueprint yeah. of what to do. Um, and we're supposed to have our manifest in, what is today, what's the date even? Uh, 20th. 20th. We're supposed to have our manifest done on July 1. Uh, but Ooh, with close. the way June's been, we haven't had much time. We got a few things. We got most of it done before camp started. 
So as soon as camp's done this next weekend, hopefully we can really dive into that and wrap it up. Wow, fascinating stuff. Well, good luck. I know you guys will pull it off. It'll be seamless. It'll be a great trip. I always tell people, it'll be a good trip if we win. That always usually dictates whether the trip was good. From our visits there, if you're a fan going, I think this will be an unbelievable trip. Um, it'll be a great experience for our players. It might just be a little work for some of the people behind the scenes, but that's what we're not worried about. But I think as a fan, it'll be an unbelievable time. Dublin, the times that we've been there for two nights, the city's great. Um, they have everything there. Uh, the restaurants, the pubs, it's just, it's a whole different thing. You don't even, being a, from Cozad, Nebraska, and me getting to go over there and visit, it's just nothing you, it's how old everything is, yeah. and the roads are, everybody's driving on the wrong sides, and it's just different, and uh, it'll just be a great experience, and I'm excited. Well, I appreciate you coming in. I know you guys are really busy. I just appreciate you coming in because I know our audience is curious about a lot of things, the alternate uniforms being one of them. But just how are you going to pull this thing off? It is a massive undertaking, but I know you and your staff are up for it. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Good. Good to see you. Jay Terry with us. He, again, is the assistant athletic director in charge of equipment operations for Husker football here on Sports Highly. Time to tell you to buckle up, put the phone down, a reminder for the NDOT Highway Safety Office. More of the show coming up next.